Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the segment on ants. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital, and we tell you crazy stories about both of us when we were younger and more stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heidi Hansen. More stupider. <laughs> and you'll hear those stories immediately. So let's start with your story this oh, time, goodness. should we? I was liking your story. Yeah? Yeah, go for it. What I did, I was about 20 years old living in another country in one of the rooms inside a church house. And I was kind of responsible for the maintenance of this church house, and I wasn't doing a very good job. Quite a position of trust. Yeah, that was their (laughs) first mistake. (laughs) So basically, we had this church picnic going on, and I decided that washing dishes has never been my favorite thing to do. No? Yeah. I bet that bugs Julie. (laughs) Yeah, once in a while I'll do dishes just to prove that it happens. So at this point in time, I hadn't met Julie, and I was down here in this foreign country. There were no women to tell me that I needed to do the dishes, so I thought, hey, I have this great idea. I'm going to let the ants clean up all these dishes. Right. Ants are happy. I'm happy. The dishes don't care. And it'll all be done by the time everybody comes to church. So you really thought the ants were going to be able to consume all that, huh? (laughs) Hey, I was young and dumb. What can I say? What I did is I just let the dishes be in the kitchen where they were, and I figured the ants would at least make a dent. Oh, my word. They were inside the church. Those, oh, yes. First time around hearing this story, I thought they were actually outside. No, they were inside the church. And in this particular country, it's outdoors. You know, you have a few rooms that have a roof over them, but the entire church was mostly open. I see. Inside walls, but open. Well, what country was it? We're also curious. Now. El Salvador, Guatemala. Oh, El Salvador, Guatemala. So we're down there, and and there's me, the stupid 20-year-old, and then I had another guy, another stupid 20-year-old that was helping me. <laughs> he must have loved ants, too. And neither of us really wanted to wash the dishes, and they were all full of peas and gravy and that sort of thing, and nobody really wanted to deal with it. And in my generous nature, I chose to let the ants have it all. And you were really thinking they were going to consume all that. Yeah, they, they kind of didn't. <laughs> they they kind of didn't. There were thousands of ants. So by the time oh. I actually got around to it, I not only had to clean the dishes, but the thousands of ants also needed to be cleaned away from the rubble that was... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you learn from that experience, Garth? <laughs> and, you know, I guess a similar sort of story much more recently in my life. And now I was the adult and I saw where kids would clean a counter by sweeping the crumbs onto the floor. Oh, yeah. And that is basically the same thing, only a lesser nature, because now the crumbs and the cheese, et cetera, is all just right there for the ants to get to a lot more easily. That's so true. You think you don't have ants until you have that little morsel on the floor, and then all of a sudden you notice they yeah. come. If you leave it, they will come. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a movie you <laughs> ought to make. That's right. <laughs> I also noticed that there are benefits to having dogs like a chihuahua. Because that little chihuahua that we had for a short and very miserable time would eat the cheese and the Grab the the morsel along with all the ants? Yeah, so there were no ants because the chihuahua was eating the stuff first. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I think with me it was a banana. I think my grandkids spilled a banana on the floor and all of a sudden I had... 
100 ants there, and I was surprised. Nice. Thought Bananas. I had none. Yeah. What I want to get to with this is you want to eliminate the reason why the ants are there exactly. first. Exactly. First. Now, I've talked to some guys that I deeply respect. They have a ton of knowledge about what poisons to use, and we'll talk about that too. Mm. Ants are like any other creature that's living. What they need is a fairly predictable list. They need food and shelter. Mm. So you eliminate both, and now you don't have the ants or the mice or the mold or the spiders or or whatever it may be. Right. You know, that is the more organic and the more long-term way to address a pest issue. Now, my experience is it's a little harder to eliminate the shelter uh-huh. because they love things like porches and sidewalks, which we all have, right? Right. And just the edge of the grass, even between where you edge your grass and the sidewalk, for some reason, mine love to get right in there. Yeah, and uh, on the exterior, it's extremely difficult to eliminate shelter you can still eliminate the food. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be out in your yard, but if you can eliminate the reason why they're there... What do they eat outside? Because obviously we're not leaving that many crumbs out there. They're eating dead bugs, you know, whatever it is they're eating. It's okay for them to be outside. In the next segment, we're going to actually go into how to eliminate food and shelter for critters and what sorts of poisons you can use to make sure they don't happen again. Mm-hmm. All right. Master of your mansion, right. Heidi. Wow. Does your mansion have ants? It's what, not, what kind of ants does your mansion have? What kind of ants? The kind that don't bite, maybe, if I have to have right. ants. <laughs> so we'll give you a... Uh, mansion with non-biting ants today, right. please. <laughs> Bora Bora, 10,000 square feet. Ants that don't bite. And not very many of them, please. Yeah. And if you eliminate the, <laughs> what have we got in Bora Bora that uh, they're eating? Maybe margarita cups? Yeah. Maybe maybe fish scales on the beach. Okay. Who fish knows? scales. They're Who eating knows? fish scales. So we're cleaning up the fish scales. <laughs> All right. HomeMedicUSA.com. And as always, be yourself because Heidi is taken. <laughs> That's right. Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to and watching the segment on ants. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital, and we have Heidi Hansine to help us do that. Good morning. It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a gorgeous day. There are a number of ways to get rid of ant populations inside your house. Let's first start with ways that are not going to be very effective. <laughs> like the one you mentioned when when I was talking to you earlier. Hire a hundred teenagers, each with a magnifying glass, and then send them out to start killing. Exactly. So yeah, hundred <laughs> teenagers, you can probably get them for a dollar an hour. So you're only paying $100 an hour well, for this. Well, I know. Teens are pretty expensive now. I wish mine would work for a dollar an hour. <laughs> and you got to buy 100 magnifying glasses. Oh, yeah. So this scenario is already so not working very that well. One. <laughs> that's not going to work for another reason, too. And that's that you're only going to be sizzling the scout ants. The queen is going to remain happily and safely inside the colony. And the queen is the one you want to kill, not mm. the scout ants. Well, you know, I'm feeling like some of our listeners are ready to pop into work and they need the answer right now. So I'm about ready to spill my guts. All right, let's go ahead and spill your guts, <laughs> Heidi. We need your story. Well, the favorite way I have of killing ants is, and I, if you see them outside between the sidewalk and the grass, if you see them under the porch, just go grab one of those little red plastic gas cans, drive to the gas station, go fill it up with gas. I've heard diesel works even better, actually, for weeds and ants. But you just pour it right on them, right down into their hole, I'm pretty sure it gets the queen, but if not, 
it sure makes it hard for them to rebuild their colony for yeah, the next six months. Yeah, I can only months. imagine. And by the way, this is not endorsed <laughs> by the home medic. The home medic doesn't endorse this. You pour gasoline on there, it's going to damage the soil. Might damage your grass. Yeah, it's going to damage the groundwater. But in water. the sidewalk cracks, it uh-huh. did work pretty well. Did work pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine those poor ants down there getting the gas fumes and thinking, okay, what did we do wrong? Is that environment? Will I be put in jail for that? Um... <laughs> I mean, what are the environmental well, rules on that? Up you know? until people start listening to this, you, you weren't going to be put in jail now. I'm okay. Now you're alive. Uh, it was a long time ago. I bet the statute of limitations has yeah. you know, expired since I did that. So there are some other options. We're going to talk about those. Actually, we have some very evil methods that are more environmentally friendly okay. and just entertaining to talk about. All right. So... I mentioned briefly you want to eliminate food and shelter. Now, food can be maybe dog food. And I'd mentioned my daughter had a chihuahua. You know, for me, I don't care for chihuahuas. But that. Yeah, well, you should see Gar's dog. I mean, if you had a chihuahua. I'm sure it wouldn't last long. His dog is Scooby-Doo, yeah. big, big, big guy. My dog weighs about 160, and he got bossed around left and right by that little chihuahua. Really? Yeah. She's barking yeah. and nipping at his toes, Oh, huh? yeah, she, she'd bite him. Ah. Sometimes he'd feel it. Really? So the little dog would clean up the crumbs, and as a result of not having crumbs, the home that we were in at the time, we went from having the occasional ant issue to no ant issues at all, and that's because the scout ants, as they got into my house, no longer found anything to eat Mm. so they didn't bring any of their friends with them nice so yeah again this is a matter of eliminating food and or shelter and in this case the food was gone so i had tried a number of the things that i'd suggested or that i will be suggesting one of them was sealing the crack that is a method, but it's not going to be the it's method. It's not a foolproof method. Yeah, because is it? the ants no. are going to find a way in if there's a reason why they want to be in. Well, they're small enough that right. it's pretty much impossible to keep every little teeny gap closed up, isn't it? So, yeah, what I did when I did have the problem in that home and we had the crumbs on the floor, I did try to actually seal those cracks and it did make it a lot more difficult for them, but did they it? still found their way in. Mm. So that is one of your options, but it is not the solution. It's maybe part of a package of items you'll want to do. Right. Okay, so let's talk about this evil option that Okay, we have. give me some other ideas so I don't get put in jail for the gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'll get bailed out for, for knows, these ideas. Who knows? So you've got basically the equivalent of bait and switch. There are ants that like sugar and sweetness. Oh, yes. And there are ants that like grease. Oh, really? Yeah. You're talking bacon grease? Yes, that's one of them. And is it just depends on the variety of the ant? Yeah, so the oh. first thing to try, and you're going to put these on the outer areas, the outer perimeter of the home. Oh, okay. So basically, I would do something maybe underneath the window or in the corners of rooms, especially the kitchen, because that's where the food is going to be. Mm. And what you're going to do is if you've got ants that are looking for sugars, yes, go for just a little bit of jelly. And oh. you're going to put that on the non-sticky side of a piece of masking tape. Okay. And then you're going to stick that masking tape on the floor. Okay. And you're going to do that in a number of areas around the house. And you're going to leave that for about two hours. Okay. At that point, you're going to go looking and seeing where the ants are. So... 
you know, the 80-20 rule applies here too, just like it applies everywhere else in life. Hmm. You're going to have 20% of the traps that are drawing 80% of the ants. Okay. With that done, now the ants have figured out, they think, how to get a free meal. Right. Because you've got jelly right there. Yes. Now you're going to switch that for an ant poison. Oh. Bait and switch. Hmm. Maybe that's where the term came from. I don't know. Maybe so. I didn't really know what bait and switch was, but yes. So it will be, and you're going to want to go with usually a boric acid or a borax, but pretty much any ant bait is going to have probably one of those. So you don't buy the straight borax and use it? You could do Would that. Would they be deceived by that? Would they, they go for it? Uh, it's my understanding that the ants will take borax in any form. Really? But you'll want to find out. I mean, you can just put straight borax down to make sure that the chihuahua doesn't eat it. So anyway, you make sure that your pet is not going to be eating the borax. Now, actually, one of the advantages of borax is that it is not harmful to people or animals. But still, you want to be careful. No, borax is good. It's great multi-purpose product really so yeah i'd probably Didn't just know it was uh, bait, though. not yeah and, and you can actually put the borax there if you want to go that route and see if, you if could the mix ants it with are sugar. continuing to take you it you know like a little borax a little sugar make your own yeah, bait exactly mm, idea. so what's going to happen is the ants are going to go there they're going to say oh great borax boric acid this i'm going to eat until i'm happy and then i'm going to take all this borax back to the queen and i'm going to be the queen's hero because i'm bringing back this super delicious food the nice thing about borax is that it takes a while to kill the ant. If you do something that kills them immediately, i.e. the magnifying glass, then yeah. again, you're not killing the queen. Are they smart enough to know that they're dying? No. Really? Yeah. So basically, it's going to take them a while, and they're not going to equate their stomach ache with what they just barely and ate. And they don't taste the nasty taste of the borax Apparently compared to the sugar? Apparently, it tastes great. I understand that it causes problems with their digestion system, so it takes a while like a couple of days hmm. so now they've brought this stuff back to the queen she dies and you don't have the problem anymore ah. first you're going to try the jelly and right. that is for ants that are attracted to sugar if you have the variety of ants that are attracted to grease i think this is awesome yeah peanut butter oh okay perfect and honey Apparently, peanut butter and honey are a form of a grease, and this is very easy to remember because you put peanut butter and jam on one sandwich and peanut right. butter and jelly on the other. Exactly. And as a matter of fact, if you really wanted to try, you could just go peanut butter and jam, and then you've got grease and sweets, and either way, you know, you're attracting those ants. Whatever type you want to attract. So once you've got the ants coming there, you're going to switch those out. And then again, you're going to put the ant bait there. Now the ants take that. They go back to the colony and die. Hmm. And life is good. Yeah, I'm not sure about my idea about mixing the borax with the sugar. That probably ought to be tested first. I threw that out there without really knowing what you I was know, talking it, about. It would not hurt to actually try that. I mean, the worst thing that can happen is the ants live for a while. Once you've got that borax there, and of course, once you've got the peanut butter and jam or whatever it is, uh, you're going to have an increase in the number of ants into the house because right. they've, they've they'll got come this free in lunch. They'll come in to get the food. With the borax there, there's still going to be an increase. You're going to want to leave that for at least a couple of days. Once the number of ants start to tail off, you know you're affecting the population, and mm. then you can remove it. Ah, okay. So you know at that point that the survivors are having a very bad day, and they will die soon. 
and hopefully the queen is dead and then you've killed off the ant colony you'll want to leave that there like i say for a couple of days don't pick that up in an hour because you haven't done what you need to do yet right it takes a while to get it okay. back to the colony master of your mansion does your mansion have dead ants or what does that look like this time oh goodness let's say you dead had uh, did no, you have grease you. ants or did you have uh, <laughs> sugar ants oh my word such choices <laughs> Let's just forget the mansion for this episode, okay? okay I'll let you no, off the hook. <laughs> no mansion for you this time, No Heidi. mansion. Actually, if you'd like my recommendations for what sort of ant bait to use, we'll have that on the website, homemedicusa.com. Mm. And as always, be yourself. Everybody else <laughs> is taken. Everybody else doesn't have ants.